1: Or you have error. You have fact or you have fiction.
0: And
2: now, we go into the thick of it.
1: Uh-oh. Uh-oh.
2: Erin Addison's.
1: On American Family Radio. Thank you so much for listening. It is the Friday edition of Erin yes. the Addison's. Yay. Yes, we're here. I'm Miki. And I'm Will. Sherry B is over in Studio CC. We will open up the phone lines in just a little bit as we kind of um, hopefully help you um, make your way into the weekend and uh, we take a little bit of a, it's a softer side of Sears on Fridays <laughs> we try at least we anyway. try uh, it's a little bit easier to do when we bring in um, child guests
2: yeah it makes it easier
1: so today we do have a guest in studio with us and um, it is our firstborn son it is JD Addison hi JD hi. thank you so much for joining us today I really do appreciate it how are you doing Good. Uh-oh. Uh-oh. I think, think we're having we like a, a, little, um, a little issue with your microphone. It's yeah. fine. We'll work we'll on it, it and, it and we'll get it figured out and then we'll, we'll reintroduce you. But I'm excited to have you on with us today because there are a couple of topics that we're going to want to talk about. And um, oh wait a minute. Is that cord on your orange button there? I think you may be pressing the button that doesn't allow your mic to pick up sound. No, it's not? Okay. Okay. All We'll, right. we'll figure it out. Well, then we'll get it figured out and just see what's going on. Is it working now? Can you try it? Just say hi to me. Okay, well, that's okay. We'll get it figured out. We'll figure out what the problem is and see what's going on. We've used that microphone with you before. (laughs) I don't know. I feel like technical difficulties just arise um, to see what I can do. (laughs) <laughs> it's just like, what can you do, Miki? What 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 actually can you do? So anyway, we'll, we'll get started talking to JD as soon as we get his microphone on. But let me just also make mention of the fact that it is Chick-fil-A Activism Friday, mm-hmm. which means that once a week, we like to remind you that when you eat at Chick-fil-A, you are making a statement in the culture. For everybody who gets triggered over chicken, when you take a bite of chicken, you are saying ha. <laughs>
2: ha ha. Okay, I'm not gonna.
1: I'm not gonna. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, not, I'm not gonna do that. So anyway, so we've already engaged in Chick Fil Activism <laughs> today, which is a term um, that actually nobody really recognizes or knows unless they listen to this program. Uh, but I think it works. I think it's a great term. Um, I, I was alerted to uh, some people's concern that we talk too much about Chick Fil A. Uh, That's just on Fridays. It's, yeah, just on
2: Friday. I don't know, I know. what, what if the problem you, is. If you
1: only tune in on Fridays, I could totally see how you'd get that. But believe me, throughout the week, I feel like our conversations are so intense that it's welcomed on Friday to have a Mm -hmm. little bit of a lighter show, um, to talk about some of those things that kind of come up in our news feeds that maybe we don't get to, but we need to get to. And so I feel like all of that's really very good. Um, Today, though, let me just say this, engaging in Chick-fil-A activism, I did something that for for most people, it's probably not going to be that big a deal. But for me, it was huge. It was a big, big deal. And, um, and that was, I got, I got a salad.
2: Well, man, that's good. At Chick-fil-A. That's good. Yeah.
1: You got a salad too today. Yeah. Sherry, that's, that's good. That's what you do. I don't know. I just feel like for me, um, when I, (laughs) the engineers, I feel like for me, when I, um, when I get a salad at Chick-fil-A, it is, it takes an incredible amount of Mm self-control. That's what I feel like. I feel like, um, when I go to Chick-fil-A. The expectation is that there is something fried waiting for me on the other side.
2: Yeah, well, you can get all. I used to get those uh, wraps. I know that's good too.
1: The wraps. Look, there's not there's not anything necessarily bad. No, that's true. It doesn't. It doesn't have to be. It doesn't have to be fried. But I just almost feel like when it's when it's Chick Fil A, um, I just almost feel like you expect that it's going to be something fried. And and you know. So anyway, but I today went in, and I didn't get anything fried. I got mm. a salad, and, um, and it was good. And I was proud of myself because I showed an incredible amount of self-control. Yeah. Now, I will say this. I did do French fries, um, which some people might say stolen from the kids. I say borrowed without the intent to repay. No, it's, it's or without taxes. Without taxes. That's exactly you gotta what it take is. Okay, taxes. good. I mean, I, I, I've kind of stuck with that for a while. The kids kind of protested. They didn't like that I was taxing them. Mm-hmm. But I feel like... You know, we're just preparing you to live in the world where you will pay taxes. So what you have is not 100% yours. Um, I'm going to take a little bit off the top. And so yeah. I did that with the French fries, um, which I found to be just enough. I found to be just enough for me. And um, that, along with a salad, was mm. pretty good. Well, we're good. So anyway, chick fil activism officially engaged in on this Friday. We missed last Friday, but you and the boys held it down yeah. for us as we were yeah. traveling on our way to Texas. And so that was excellent.
2: Yeah, I went over there and uh they had fun. You oh, you we, took you took them okay. to Chick-fil-A and Yeah, they had fun. Um uh-huh. uh, Sam Witt was uh his normal self. Wild. Uh, he, yeah. Okay. Pretty wild. But I mean he he stayed he stayed okay for most of the time. Yeah. All right. Yeah. And JD and uh and Nathaniel was pretty laid back. Yeah. So.
1: And and I have a question for you, and I'm not fishing when I ask you this question. I mean I am, but I'm not. Uh, when you go out with the boys like that, uh-huh. you know, and you're just kind of out in the mall and things like that, um, do you... Okay, great. Your microphone's working. You can <laughs> press that orange cough button when you need to cough. Uh, do you feel like, uh, man, Lord, thank you for Miki. Yes. Of yeah? course. I feel
2: like that all the time. Oh, That's not just with them. Well,
1: you make... Th- you, you you take the humor out of this because you're like, yeah, I do. Like, mm-hmm. I mean, you know, it's... I. Anyways, no, I no really I'm a, just,
2: I'm telling was, the truth.
1: It was a joke, but it, it was a failed joke. <laughs> no, it, it wasn't was a failed, failed joke. joke. I mean, Anyways, you know. all right, so we have JD with us now. Um, thankful for our engineers who came in and reconnected. Something wasn't, wasn't where yeah. it was supposed to be. So thankful for our engineers uh, coming in to do that. Hey, JD. Hi. Thanks for joining us today.
3: You're welcome. Are you excited no to be back? Uh, yeah, and yeah. I've been looking I enjoy being here and doing the show with you guys.
1: Well, thank you so much. It's the first uh, Friday in the month and uh so we figure you know once a month we bring in at least one kid mm-hmm. and have them uh, talk with us about a topic and so it's it's you you're up to bat and uh so we're glad to have you here did you have chick-fil-a today mm-hmm. yeah so yeah. remind our listeners how old are you nine and what is it that you do for a living school yeah that's it i just <laughs> i just want to make sure that we're all on the same page and that we all get it and then everybody's moving and grooving are, are you working on anything right now do you need to do you need to do the button here? Okay, go ahead. Whatever it is that you need to do. Okay. <laughs> okay. I don't know if that That's button fun. worked.
2: <laughs> wow. Like
1: Oh boy, to our let listeners. Let me okay. clear my throat. God, God, bless you guys. <laughs> God bless you guys for listening. Um all right. Uh so are you what are you working on right now? I, I heard that you are I'm aware that you have a project that you're working on. What is it that you're doing?
3: Um, I'm trying to make a book. So yeah. I'm going to see if I can make a book. But
2: You mean write a book?
3: Yeah, write a book. He likes oh, to sorry. say, "Make a book." I don't know he's why. He's from write New Orleans. A book. Well, not really. I've, I've corrected him before. i want to say he's he from
2: New Orleans, but not really.
1: So I just let him go with Cause it. Cause we
2: make groceries down there.
1: Yeah, go it's ahead. A, we. Yeah. <laughs> what? Don't worry don't about worry it. Don't worry about it. You're not from. You're not from New Orleans.
3: Anyways, so what
1: are you? <laughs> <laughs> so what are you working on?
3: Um, a book. I'm not sure what the title is going to be, and I haven't gotten that far yet. Like, um, very far. How but, how
1: far have you gotten on it?
3: Um. How many pages have I made?
1: Or chapters, or
3: whatever? How I three don't know. chapters? If
1: three chapters, chapters,
2: that's pretty, man. That's good.
1: You're involved. What's it
3: about? Uh, I'm not exactly sure yet.
2: Wait, 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 wait. You, <laughs>
3: <So, so, laughs> I know. No, I no, just hold
2: on, wait, 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 wait. So you have written written three chapters of a book, but you I'm don't not know.
3: Certain.
2: You're not certain that you have have written three chapters, or
3: no? Like in the in the three chapters, it does not talk about like what the not no, not yet. Okay. You're, you you You're haven't any Yeah, maybe my chapters are too short.
1: You haven't mm.
2: That's interesting.
3: Look, those
1: are the kinds of chapters your mother loves. Well, so. look,
2: I read the book. I I I would read it.
1: I would I would read <laughs> it too, but I mean, I think so it's interesting to me though cuz you just kind of took off writing. Why did you start writing a book?
3: Um this might sound like a weird mot- motivation, but I was just really bored.
1: You were bored. And, and, I, I, liked, and I liked. I like that motivation. And no, that's I, great.
3: Um I didn't. Re- I didn't read your book, but um, I know. I knew that you were re- um, writing. That you wrote a book, and I wanted to write a book too. Oh well, that's really sweet.
1: I, oh, look at that. Why didn't you read my book?
3: Because <laughs> I have to pay for it. No, oh, I, I tell wow. you what. I would. I would.
1: I would give you a free book. Come on. I would give you a free you book. You would not have to pay for. Uh, well, for no, that book. he might. Don't let him off the hook, too, fast. I have to pay for your t shirts Okay, oh, listen. Okay, well, that's true. You know. <laughs> If, I'm not taking any chances. Well, good, don't take any chances. But but still, um, I, Man, I would I would up. like to recommend that you read my devotional. From what I hear from people, it's a pretty good book, son. I think it could really encourage you in life. Would you Would you be interested?
3: It depends. Is it for adults?
1: Um, well, it's the Word of God. Um, if it's, it's for adults, then I'll read it. it you can, don't want to read a kid's it devotional. It contains
2: the Word of God.
1: It can, it contains the word of God. It's not the word of God. Oh, will the great? Oh, like,
3: um. oh goodness, I'm sorry.
1: No, it is. It is a devotional. Oh boy, can we just run back that tape? I feel like that was a President Trumpism. That's not what he meant to say. Right. Right. So can people just say that? That's not what she meant to say. It's just. It's say. a devotional, and that it has the word of God in it. Right. It's talking about our daily engagement. <laughs> And how we yeah. cannot live in any way contrary to the scriptures. That's what that's what the book is about. Yeah. It's called Hard Truths. Mm-hmm. Uh, should I get you a copy of that?
3: Um. Okay. You don't really <laughs> seem excited. You know, I want to. I want to say I, this. I, I've, I haven't been in contact with people who have read the book, so I haven't gotten any ratings on it. Hmm.
2: <gasps> but by virtue I, of mommy uh, writing it, would that be uh, good enough? Uh-uh.
3: No, but I mean like how entertaining it is. Not. I don't oh, mean wow. safe. I, I, you know what, I really do
1: train yeah. him to be critical, oh, you I, I really do, I really do train <laughs> him to be critical, but, but when he's critical of me mm. is when it hurts, you know what I mean? It's, it's, <laughs> it's when it, it's like, well, I, I do want him to in- inspect, I want him to investigate, I don't want him to just take my word for it, you know, mm-hmm. um, but you know, I just will say at this point, you know, <laughs> nine months.
3: Right?
2: Maybe it should just be mandatory for all Addisons in the, in the household to read uh, Hard Truths. Maybe that just need to be like mand- do you think mandatory and reading. Get
3: a T-shirt.
2: You already have us? one.
1: You you're already clothed. You don't need you're, that. You're good. You're, you're fine with that. Need more books. Um, but say I think it's I think it's cool that you read my book and or that you didn't <laughs> read my book, but you were aware that I had written a book and you thought that you would write one. That was I think ins- that's, inspiration. That's really really cool. Yeah. So so thank you so much for that. Even though you're not sure that I can be trusted, um, so <laughs> that you would actually read it. Thank you so no, much. No,
3: not on safety.
1: So what is it that you're concerned about, son? He
3: said, entertainment. Entertainment. I like um, books that entertain me, but it's fine if it's a devotional. Like, there's a devotional that I'm reading right now that's entertaining. Exactly. So the two do not
1: have to be in conflict. There can be a devotional that is encouraging and that equips you and that strengthens you, but also entertains you. Now, my question to you, and again, (laughs) I don't mean to put you on the spot here, son. Okay. Is it about
3: your book? You're in a hot chair. Just a guess.
1: I mean, indirectly, it's about the book, but the the direct question is this: Uh, Have you ever known your mom to not be entertaining, even when we're doing school? Like, don't don't I find ways to entertain you to kind of keep you engaged?
3: But that like, does that have to do like, is your book? Does your book have that in it? Like, do you crack jokes in the book?
2: (laughs) No, this is hard truth. It's nothing funny.
1: Exactly.
3: (laughs)
2: Then,
3: Then then
1: I'll pass
2: life is hard son
1: guys you know what this is this is what we're dealing with here right here this is what we're dealing with well anyway congratulations that you're writing a book um i was excited about editing your book i had already worked through chapter one um to help edit your book but based on our conversation today you need to find a new editor
2: (laughs) i'm
3: not
1: i'm I'm done
2: from i was
3: just smiling when you said that then the last part so
2: you read chapter one
1: i did read chapter
2: one so what is it about I'm not
1: sure, (laughs) but, but from everything that they tell me about raising kids, I'm not supposed to focus on that. I'm supposed to just encourage him to keep. So I didn't, I don't know exactly where he's going. Um, right. I don't know exactly where he's going, but I will say this, that I'm glad that he's writing a book. So, so that's good. And I'll keep on
2: writing, son. I haven't read chapter two, but I,
1: but I will, I'll read chapter two and I'll edit. You know, I'm just joking, right? You know, your mother. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, (laughs) Stop looking so anxious. Um, Okay, so one other thing, two places I want to go today in our discussion, and hopefully you'll be able to join us and comment on that, I want to talk about a recent family discussion we had um, that was prompted by your older sister, Mariah, and her question was about the sovereignty of God and the hardening of Pharaoh's heart. Mm. And so that led to, yeah, and she actually had a question about that because in her social studies work, um, she was reading Mm. that history in the Bible. And um, she had some questions about God hardening Pharaoh's heart Mm. and the quote unquote fairness of it. So I want us to talk about that a little bit when we get back. I also want to talk about this uh, recent article out about Bill Gates and the late Steve Jobs who raised their kids tech free Mm. and what that might say about what they knew or know about their technology. This is Erin the Addison's The Friday Edition on American Family Radio. We'll be right back.
2: Here the, here's blood warning. It's easy to mock if you've never seen it pouring. They like, we've never seen rain before. they here you come saying God said it's gonna pour. So we choose our way and reject salvation though it's priceless. The same reason was stone a prophet but the sort a of psychic. So please remember, we know it was the butt of the joke. But when the flood came, those who laugh was chasing his boat.
1: But it was too late. No man to stay. Welcome it's back. even Aaron the Addison on American Family Radio. it's the Friday edition of Aaron the Addisons, thank you so much for listening. I'm Miki.
2: And I'm Will, and that's Mocking Word by Gabriel Parker.
1: I was, was, you know, I actually wanted to uh, quiz JD. Did you know that's who that was? Oh, yeah. Yeah,
3: his voice was very distinct.
1: So you knew that that's who that was. What is that song about, that portion that you just heard? Did you Uh, recognize what he was talking about?
3: Can I take a guess based on the name of the song?
1: I mean, well, you can, ahead. but I mean, just even the portion that you heard, I was just curious to, to, to see if it stood out to you, the actual words of the song uh, in the midst of the beat. Did you hear what he was saying? It's
3: okay. I'm putting sort you on the spot.
1: It's okay if you didn't. You can just say, no, nah, I didn't really catch it. It's fine. I mean, I know I you... I mean, reckon- I
3: heard it, but then when you started asking me, my, my mom went to a different <laughs> subject, so <laughs> like, I, forgot, I forgot about the So lyrics. once
1: I started asking you questions, I put you on the spot, and it's like, uh... I'm drawing a blank here. That's okay. So we had a conversation recently, and I wanted to talk to you about this on the air, and um, and, and kind of get your take on it. As a nine-year-old, we were talking about the sovereignty of God and his choice, right? And even in the work of salvation, and this was something that was a little bit difficult to understand. Do you remember the context of the conversation that we had with Mariah?
3: What the question was? Yeah,
1: do you remember the question?
3: Um, She was asking about God's sovereignty, because if Yeah, you um, kind of said it, how it was in her pace, um, in her work, Mm -hmm. in social studies, and the question, she had a question, was God um, sovereign by, was it fair for him to harden Pharaoh's heart? Yeah. And then at the same time, want him to repent.
1: Yeah, want him to to relent, to let his people go. And I thought it
3: was a good question, too. I was kind of, I didn't understand that either.
1: So what do you understand after our conversation about it? Because what we did, we talked a little bit about um, God's work uh, with, with Moses, uh, working through Moses and you know, uh, using Pharaoh to display his glory, really. And then we looked at Romans chapter 9 and um, God revealing to the Apostle Paul his sovereignty and choosing what he decides to choose. And sometimes that can be a little bit tough, uh, but I'm just curious, before we get into it, looking at the scripture, uh, did you have any takeaway that you bring to this conversation right now?
3: Um, yeah. So, like, you might not understand why God chooses something, but if God's sovereign choice, he understands what's going to happen in the end. And maybe your choice will seem good at the moment, but then in the end, it will come to something worse than you could imagine. But God's choice might not seem fair to you in the beginning, but then... Um,
1: you can clear it phone. It's okay. Go ahead.
3: But then at the end, it's, it all works out because God knows the beginning and the end. He's outside of time, so we can see what's going to happen. And in the end, it's like if you're making a book, you know what's going to happen in the end, so you choose what happens with your characters. Um, you used the example of how Mariah and Gabby play with do- dolls and yeah. played with dolls and Gabby play with toys. Yeah. Um, the dolls don't start talking and say hey well it's not fair why do i have to be the bully in the game or why do i have to be the good guy or why do i have to be the bad guy they um they just decide what they want the toys to do the toys just have to go with it cuz they're like their stuff
1: that that can be that can be really difficult to understand because when mm-hmm. you create a scenario right when you have these dolls and these characters where i've i've observed you guys and i've observed you have a character in the scenario who is sort of the villain in the scene, right? And then you have the good person in the scene, and the good person comes to the rescue and has to defeat the villain. And um, it, it can be difficult to understand it when we talk about humans, right? Right, So that you would yeah. have people, because Romans chapter 9 is a difficult passage to conceptualize, especially for a kid. It is.
2: Um, it's for adults. <laughs> and for adults too, yeah. okay. but
1: especially for a kid, right? Yeah. Were you going to say something else, J.D.? Uh, I forgot. Okay, that's okay. So because Romans chapter 9 says, What shall we say then? Is there injustice on God's part? By no means. For he says to Moses, I will have mercy on whom I have mercy, and I will have compassion on whom I have compassion. So then it depends not on human will or exertion, but on God who has mercy. Verse 17, this is uh, Romans chapter 9, verse 17. For the scripture says to Pharaoh, For this very purpose I have raised you up, that I might show my power in you and that my name might be proclaimed in all the earth. So then he has mercy on whomever he wills and he hardens whomever he wills. You will say to me then, why does he still find fault? For who can resist his will? Hmm. But who are you, O man, to answer back to God? uh, Will what is molded say to its molder, Hmm. why have you made me like this? Has the potter no right over the clay to make out of the same lump one vessel for honorable use and another for dishonorable use. What if God desiring to show his wrath and to make known his power has endured with much patience, vessels of wrath prepared for destruction uh, in order to make known the riches of his glory for vessels of mercy, which he has prepared beforehand for his glory. Mm. JD, what do you think of that? Like how do you process that as, as a Christian, as one who's put your faith in the Lord Jesus Christ Also, as a nine-year-old, like, what are your thoughts on that when you read that?
3: To me, when I read that, it's really hard for me to understand it. But then I just remember if there are things that I don't understand, I don't always need to understand them for them to be true. Like, I don't, I'm not the one who comes up with the, like, if it's true or not for God's word. That, um, what God put in his word is right. So it's, it's hard for me to understand, but that's just God's sovereign choice. Like, it's kind of hard for me to understand why God, Hard until he wants, if he's trying to get everybody to go to heaven. But it's just his choice. Mm-hmm. Like it's still hard for me to understand. Like even if I have questions that have answers, there's just something that still is doesn't make sense. But so here's God's choice. How does this
1: affect the way you share the gospel? Like how does this affect the way that you would um, share the truth or your faith? With other people around you, does this have any effect on it, or do you still think no? I still need to share the gospel. Like, how do you how do you process it in in light of this?
3: This doesn't change anything. The gospel still needs to be this. The gospel still needs to spread. It doesn't change anything. Like, what I don't understand in the Bible, and who knows? Maybe if I um pray to God and ask Him, He might show me what what this means and um, no offense, better context than someone t- than to other people. But God might be able to show me. None taken. What, okay. Go ahead. <laughs> God might be able to, um, he might reveal to me what he pleases. So he might show to me what he, what he means. And like when, he's, when it says he hardens who he hardens. Yeah. He might show me that if I pray to him.
1: Well, I, I believe that actually. And, and I believe that that's an assurance that we have. Uh, by the way, who authored the Bible?
3: The Holy Spirit? Yeah,
1: it's a dual authorship. So you have the Holy Spirit who has carried along um, over 40 authors of the Bible. So if you do have a question, um, it is absolutely better, you know, to, to have an understanding that comes from the author of the book uh, than it is to have speculation and all that. Now, of course, we, we lean on theologians and people who have mm-hmm. studied and committed themselves to helping us understand the word of God. But when you when the Holy Spirit comes to indwell us, he helps us to understand the Bible. So I'm not offended that you say maybe the Holy Spirit will give me a better understanding than Amen. than your mom. Of course.
3: <laughs> I, mean, I said two people, no offense, no offense, <laughs> no offense. And none taken. <laughs> no offense like, to the left. No, yeah, no offense to my left. He's pointing. Will, yeah,
2: I'm, this I'm, is your son. I'm good.
3: This is
1: your son. So anyway, no, I'm I think it, one of the things that we pointed out as we were talking about this, and J.D., you can tell me what you remember about this and, you know, yeah. Um, but one of the things that we pointed out is that we don't know who the Lord has appointed for eternal life. Like when right. we read in the book of Acts, the Lord adding um, daily to their numbers, those who were being saved, uh, the Bible records, you know, those who were appointed to eternal life, but it doesn't show the apostles picking and choosing right. who should hear the gospel and who shouldn't hear the mm-hmm. gospel. Right. So whether the Lord and I know, and this gets into a whole doctrine of predestination mm-hmm. and, and all of this. and, and uh, I don't even think you need to have a discussion around that yeah. to say that the Lord is sovereign and knowing that He is sovereign does not negate our responsibility to continue sharing the gospel.
3: Yeah, God gives the increase. You, it should be our goal to go around spreading the gospel to whoever we get the um, chance to. Yeah. But <clears throat> that doesn't, just because we give them the gospel, doesn't mean they'll, they'll receive it. God might have a different choice for them. And it's his sovereign choice, as chapter 9 of Romans says. It talks about that. It's his sovereign choice.
1: Yeah, I like how you say that. Um, it's scriptural to say that God gives the the increase. Like one might plant and another person might water. Yeah,
3: we talked about that that same night. That's Wait, right. not a different, Or different that night. A, a different yeah, that, that was, was a different night. night. Yeah.
1: Yeah. But the That's Lord a, <clears> is the <throat> one who who gives the increase.
2: And the thing, too, that I was trying to stress when we were talking about this, um, Romans chapter 9 and Pharaoh and all of that, that the ultimate thing is uh god's glory mm-hmm. because sometimes we miss that this was a pharaoh that came up that didn't know god like mm-hmm. he he didn't know the god of of the israelites mm-hmm. like he was like who is he and thought matter, he was god and, yeah, yeah and matter of fact he thought he was god and they had many gods that they uh served so right when moses came and said he said you know i'm, I'm coming from god and said let my people go he's like who is this God? I don't right. know him. It so was an arrogance. It was an arrogance, and God was showing through Pharaoh, and through, and he was showing Pharaoh, he was showing Egypt, and he was showing the, the children of Israel his glory. God was Amen. manifesting his glory in the midst of them with this whole process of what was going on. Amen.
3: Amen. If Pharaoh thinks God, then why do they have other gods that they worship?
2: Well, he felt like he was the supreme, like he, <laughs> yeah. he was above all
3: the gods. But God, there's, if it's if it's truly a God, then there should be nothing above.
2: Well, it, it wasn't truly a God, right?
3: Exactly. <laughs> that should be full on proof that so
1: that should be full on proof.
3: <laughs> that should be yeah.
1: And I would say also his humanity should be full on proof that right. you're not God. And and I would say you know even as the prophet Isaiah. Um, I, w- I would say, you know, to the glory of God, mocked the fact that you would have individuals who would take a piece of wood mm-hmm. from it, they use it to cook their food on, from it they use it to warm themselves, mm-hmm. and then they carve from it an idol and say... That's in the Bible, right? Yeah, yeah. that's
3: yeah. in the Bible. Yeah. I remember we read that one."
2: And, and, and thinking about that, I, it, it's interesting, too. It was another time. It might have been that same night, but the question arose of why did... Uh, was it Elijah? Elijah. Oh, it uh, was Mariah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Why did he, you know, make fun of these other... Prophets like why why did he well because
1: Mariah perceived that if God hardened Pharaoh's heart Mm -hmm. she didn't she was having a hard time with the question that God asked how long will you resist or how long will you Mm -hmm. uh, and I forget the exact verbiage in uh, in the interaction between God and and Moses and Pharaoh Mm -hmm. but she she felt like God was mocking. Mm-hmm. Is she cuz her perception was well God has hardened Pharaoh's heart mm-hmm. why is he asking him, how long will you resist or how long yeah. will you rebel yeah. against me right. he knows and so she she brought in the comparison with Elijah on Mount Carmel she yeah. says why is Elijah m- mocking the prophets of Baal right go ahead JD
3: and we, yeah um it wasn't it was the i think the answer to that question the one that you gave was how um it should it should give us com- it should, um, comfort us when we understand that God laughs at when people do um, evil because he's like, man, their day will come with their... Well, he evil.
1: laughs at those who resist him. Those, those who make war against mm-hmm. God and, and those who have set themselves against the Lord Most High, it is not something that is concerning to him in the, with the possibility of defeat. Right. Right? So so the Lord like he doesn't he doesn't go oh he's not trembling hot. at right. that, right? Okay. right? And so what we see the prophet Elijah doing is walking in that same confidence, mm-hmm. knowing that the God of heaven, the maker creator well,
3: answers by fire.
1: will answer by <laughs> fire. He
3: drenches the um, it's yeah, like, he does. It's drenched. Yeah,
1: which yeah. which means that there is no natural possibility. That there could
3: be fire, not at all.
1: Exactly right. And so God shows up as he does. And I think that's the kind of, and the Bible, look, everything is written for our learning. So the Bible lays this out that we too might have confidence that the mm. one true and living God is who he says he Amen. is. He is the God who answers by fire. And I think even for you in your life, J.D., you may come up against situations where you you've got to stand on the truth Mm -hmm. it's not popular maybe you're mocked because of that Mm -hmm. but it should be comforting to you to know that you serve the one true god the god who answers by fire the god who sets his people free even though a pharaoh's heart is hardened right so (laughs) i mean I, i just think that in in some of these instances when we're looking at what's going on um we try too often to make god like us yeah we want him to do things the way we would do things. Right. But yeah. we have to understand that God is completely other. He is completely separate from us. Yeah. You know, yeah. so. Amen.
2: Anyways. No, that's that's good. And I, I, th- I think those conversations that uh, uh, when we have those type of uh, Bible study, what turns into Bible studies and, yeah. and, you know, are great because they flow out of real genuine questions of, right. of our children and, and us, you know, wrestling with uh, things in the scripture and saying, like, man, I don't How understand it. Like, wow, you know, this seems like it's not right. And I think it's all right to ask those questions. That's right. And and and, and count on God to give the answers, That's like, right. through scripture, you know, and not be scared of, like, those questions coming. Because, look, children, 9, 11, 12, right. yeah. man, they understand. They read and they have questions. They understand. They have, you know, things that they want to um, input into the conversation. Mm-hmm. And we should be open to, to to doing that.
1: That's right. That's right. And I, and I would say, too, n- not intimidated, as I think you're suggesting, too, not intimidated by their questions. As parents, God has equipped us to disciple and to train our children. I yeah. think one of the great deceptions is that we've got to source that out, that we can't, right. um, you know, I, I so many times with their questions, so many times with their questions during the day, and sometimes their questions are overwhelming because they bombard me. Like, they're like, well, then why this? They keep going. Well, what about yeah. this? And all, like one, one question leads to another <laughs> question. And honestly, sometimes I'm just like, I don't know the answer to that mm-hmm. right off the top of my head. Right. But give me that's a minute. Okay. Yeah. Let me pray about that. Word. Let me find yeah. out. Let me search the scriptures and I will get back to you. I, I don't I don't know that. And and as a parent, I think it's important for our kids to also see that we value and put a high premium on the word of God that so much so that it's worth wrestling in it.
2: Yeah, yeah. And I, and I find great comfort in the scriptures where, where it talks about Timothy. I always go back to that and how his mother and grandmother raised him up in the ways of the Lord. That from Amen. infancy, from a youth. He, he had the sacred scriptures, you know, and so that tells me that, you know, we can give to our young people the scripture. They can read it. They can understand it by the power of the Holy Spirit Amen. and, and they can grow from it.
1: Amen. Amen. All right. Um. <laughs> All right. We got to grab the break. This is Aaron the Addison's. On America. Sherry V said, What happened to Gumbo Friday? This is Theological Thursday. Well, <laughs> mm. <laughs> Theological, Thursday. Theological Thursday. When we get back, we'll turn it into a Friday. We're going to talk about Bill Gates and the late Steve Jobs. Aaron the Addisons, American Family Radio. We'll be right back.
2: And all I know.
1: Welcome back to Aaron the Addisons on American Family Radio. JD, who's that? Toby Mac. <laughs> <laughs> what's the name of that project?
3: I just need you. Or the, just need you. Well, that's or the name the, of the song. The, the what, what, album? What's the album? Is this the, it,
1: Can you see the cover with him in the, in elements. the cold? Elements. Elements. It's elements. Yeah, but I
3: remember it was it was also just a single, like it wasn't an album before. Oh, that's
1: true. That was a single that was released.
3: Yeah, but it was also, he put it in that Do you know
1: one? how old Toby Mac is? <laughs> 45? <Mm-mm>, older. <laughs> go north.
2: Go north
3: of that. 56.
2: Ooh, oh, I think. It, I, is it
3: 55 or 56?
2: It's close around there. Yeah. 54.
3: I, 55.
1: Ooh, how, can, what is you he? You know, the thing is, we can just pick. Because I never really. I never unless really, <laughs> Sherry, unless
3: Sherry does a fast Google. Or, Google or, or uh We duck, can just pick. Or we can just, whatever was, you want. I wasn't really, I was just guessing, but he's really that old.
1: Um wow. that's um, you know,
3: hold on a second. That really <laughs> is, I was just guessing that's it. yeah. oh, okay. it's Wait, just what? a
1: matter of perspective. Fifty four. He is fifty four. So you was close. Yes. Toby Mac. Yeah? Fifty four. Okay, I'm not doing I'm not taking that bait. I don't know what <laughs> <laughs> Sherry <laughs> Sherry's setting me up here. I'm not even taking that. Um fifty four. Yeah, no, um old is really a matter of perspective.
2: Yeah. You understand Let's what I So he's older than you.
1: He's yeah, so he's older than you, right? He's older <laughs> than you. JD's
2: like, no, he's old. He's <laughs> Yeah. <laughs>
1: Anyways, welcome he back to my to mind. Well oh wow, look at this, <laughs> this dude here. I have to stay on him. I tell him always I all the time, use his power for good. That's right. Use your power for good. You know, yes. you, you, you communicate, you want to use your power for good. And he does, for the most part. Or he gets chased around the house <laughs> by his older sisters. I mean it just or happens. Or by Sam Witt. Or by Sam Witt. Don't (laughs) please hold all comments until after everything has been expressed. (laughs) Self-restraint. All right. Um, Welcome back to Aaron the Addisons. This is the Friday edition. On Fridays, we do a lighter show. And once a month, we try to bring in one of the Addison children just to sit down and have a conversation. You know, part of our focus is equipping the family to do what God has installed us to do. Yes. And uh, we really believe that that is discipleship. That's how we are going to change our nation. Amen. Like we're so concerned about what's happening in the nation as we should be. But the changes start in our individual families. That's right. And it's our responsibility as parents to equip our kids and to train them in righteousness. And so anyway, we like to have conversations with them on the air. We started doing this on the morning show from time to time. And J.D. kind of has really taken to it. He enjoys it. Mm -hmm. Um, Mm -hmm. And so we enjoy (laughs) We enjoy inviting him to come back. Uh, Someone said we should call it J.D. Friday. So. That may become a thing. We
3: may develop a hashtag when he's here. for that. When you're here, you know what I'm saying. You can't here. call
2: Mariah's Friday, JD's Friday. This is
3: true. This is true.
1: That's not right. <laughs>
3: this is My true. my favorite time being on the show was when I got to interview Jay Warner Wallace. That was, that was cool. Fun. That was fun. Yeah. That was really a lot of fun. And who is Jay Warner Wallace? Um, he's a book writer. He was a detective. Mm-hmm. Whoa, well. and he he spoke at the Marriage Family Life Conference. Mm-hmm. I enjoyed listening to him.
1: Yeah, he's an apologist. He teaches people how to defend their faith with the evidence that we have for, for the Christian faith, right? So, mm-hmm. And uses his skill as a cold case detective to do that. So anyway, um, you enjoy reading his book? I blazed through his all books, of them. Three, three books. Yeah, they're, they're uh, really good, and, and you guys were fighting over who would get to read those books. So anyways, um, welcome back. I want to make a shift here. Okay. We will open the phone lines here, so let me give the number. So anybody want to talk to us about anything that we're discussing today only?
4: Uh, Mm -hmm. just because
1: we've got the nine-year-old with us. Mm -hmm. So uh, our recap will be limited to today's show. Mm -hmm. You can give us a call at 888-589-8840, 888-589-8840. Talk about anything we're discussing today. And as the calls get queued up, I want to bring this article to the discussion, J.D., and I want to get your take on this. So I was reading this. Uh, This is the headline here, and Daddy actually sent me this article. Bill Gates and Steve Jobs raised their kids tech-free. And it should have been a red flag. Hmm. It should have been a red flag. Here we go. Psychologists are learning how dangerous smartphones can be for teenage brains. The World Health Organization recently advised parents to limit screen time to just one hour a day for children under five. Some research even found that an eighth grader's risk for depression jumps up 27% Hmm. when he or she frequently uses social media. But the writing about smartphone risk may have been on the wall for roughly a decade. According to educators Joe Clement and Matt Miles, who co-authored the book Screen Schooled, uh, two veteran teachers expose how technology overuse is making our kids dumber. Mm. Technology overuse is making our kids dumber. This goes on. This article says it should be telling, Clement and Miles argue, that the two biggest tech figures in recent history, Bill Gates and Steve Jobs, seldom let their kids play with the very products they helped create. Here's how Silicon Valley elites limit screen time for their own kids, despite helping sell tech to children across the world. I mean, this is amazing to me. Bill Gates, one of the most influential tech leaders in the world, limited how much technology his children could use at home. In 2007, Gates, the former CEO of Microsoft, implemented a cap on screen time when his daughter started developing an unhealthy attachment to a video game. He also didn't let his kids get cell phones until they turned fourteen.
3: I'm not getting a cell phone until I need one. I mean that's not my that's not my preference, but that's what's gonna happen. <laughs> well, that's what you told me. Boom. Oh okay. well I'm no. just
1: glad that you listen. <laughs> I mean That's they, what Lefty told me. That's what, <laughs> Lefty. That's what, don't call your dad a lefty. <laughs>
3: Don't call your dad a lefty. Right.
1: That has a different meaning. See, you don't know that. <laughs> and and look and, and what, right when he said that people were like, "I knew it."
3: I knew they said? were liberals. No, no I'm kidding. But I I'm, said something I don't even know. I know. It's right.
1: okay. It's a it's a, just an inside it. joke. You'll learn a little bit later. Let me ask you this, jd when you hear this information about techies and and those who create devices and create apps, um but being some of the people who are um fiercely protecting their kids and not allowing them to be on devices what are your thoughts about that
3: I think it's weird how they're how they it's all about getting money for them because they helped to create the, the um the, the thing but they won't even let their children, children they won't let the, yeah they won't let yeah. their own children use it so, so let that, me, just shows, um, that just shows they shouldn't be selling it if they know how good <laughs> it is well
1: it's a matter of self-control so let me ask you this my friend. Um, does it help you feel better about the restrictions that we put on your use of devices? And no, not at all.
2: Why not? <laughs> I mean, we're looking out for you.
1: Oh wow, I'm just kidding. Like, <laughs> <laughs> yeah,
2: yeah, right. You're not kidding. No,
1: I'm no. Not. no <laughs> but really, though, do you understand how important it is that we say this is the amount of time that you can spend on the device, and then when we say it's time yeah. to get off, or there are times, and I want to hear your take on this too, J.D. There are times that we will just randomly and I say it's random, but it's really based on observation, that we'll say to you, hey, you know what? We're done with devices for a while because we notice that your brain starts to weaken. Have, have you experienced that? Like, have you?
3: No. You yeah. don't? Wait, you <laughs> like, do I, feel, do I feel like I'm getting, I don't want to say dumber, but do I? <laughs> I just said that. You did just yeah. say that.
2: Yeah, of course. He, you wouldn't feel that way. You don't feel way. it? No, I don't think you would feel that way. You don't feel but when we see.
1: your brain is starting to turn we to mush? See. No. Okay, no. All right, that's fine. That's why they they have us. Amen. That's why we're here, to help you out. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) All right, where do we go first, Will the Great?
2: Let's go to Jennifer in Temple, Texas. Hi, Jennifer.
4: Hi, Will. Thanks for taking my call. I like y'all's show. I like it a lot. And today is really fun. Thank you. And you you. have a great great guest on the show. Thank Thank you. you. JD, you're awesome to listen to. Oh, gosh, you have so much insight, even for a nine-year-old. Thank you.
2: Thank you. Thank yeah, you, yeah, Jennifer. Been, oh, okay, I thought she might have had another comment. Thank you so much, Jennifer. We
1: appreciate you calling. Thank you so much for your encouragement. Uh, where do we go next, Will the grade?
2: Let's see. Let's go to Sean in Arkansas. Hi, Sean. Uh, hi. Can you guys hear me okay? Are you
0: getting any feedback? I got you on Bluetooth here. I'm driving, so. You sound great. Um, we, can, we can hear you. Uh, wonderful, wonderful. I, first of all, it's, just like the last car, I'm really enjoying having JD on here. Thank you guys for bringing the kids on. The Fridays are awesome uh, that you guys do make me laugh every time. Um, I you. think the only one that gets me to laugh harder is maybe uh, Abraham, Mr. Hamilton III the there. <laughs> um, y'all are amazing. Thank you guys and bless you for what you do. And uh, JD, you especially, young man, and, and with that insight... Um, and I just want to say, if y'all don't already have something going on with that, uh, and I don't know copyrights and all that, but that chick fil activist, I think we should get some shirts or hats going. Um, and I just, like I said, I wanted to say thank you guys. Your, your young man is very insightful. It, it's apparent that you're spreading the Word of God through even your children, and that is amazing, and it's a true testament to brothers and sisters that... Claim to be so, but show
1: that they are anything
2: but. Mm. Thank you so much, Sean. We God bless it. you,
1: Sean. Thank you so much for that encouragement. And I, I will say, man, I would I would wear a Chick Fil A activism shirt. I, I would. Wear, I'd wear. I'd wear. I'd, I'd wear a hat. That's yeah. a, that's a great idea, Sean. Thank you so much for that. Where do we go next, brother? Great.
2: Let's go to Kim in Texas. Hi, Kim.
4: Hi. Thank you so much for taking my call. I thank just you. wanted to tell you how encouraging it is to hear you talked to JD because I'm the mother of four daughters, ages 8 to 23. Our first two were adopted. I mean, our first two were biological, and the younger ones, 8 and 10-year-olds, were adopted through foster care. Mm. And our older ones have just forayed into the world of Christian dating, um, and it turned out not to be... Um, the best situation wow. for our first-time experience but um my husband and i have really been brokenhearted to mm-hmm. see uh, the young men that are surrounding our daughters and so to hear jd and what he knows about the bible already because you are so proactive in discipling him is just so encouraging and i needed that and i just Aww. wanted to thank you
1: Aww, oh god, god bless, bless you. you kim and be Amen. encouraged god. god look God sees us, you yeah. know what I mean? He sees what we're trying to do with our kids. So I just want to encourage you, Kim, to continue holding the line with your daughters, even those older daughters. I will tell you that at 40 years old, I still lean on my mom. Mm. I still want to mm. talk to her. I still want to hear from her, and she has earned my respect. I, mm. I mean, look, the Bible commands it, right? Right. But there's something special about working in tandem with that commandment that parents live in such a way where their kids are like, no, I want to know what you think about Mm. this, you know? So anyway, I just want to encourage you in that. Will the Great, where do we go next?
2: Let's go to Will in Mississippi. Hi, Will. Hey, guys.
0: First of all, love your show. Thank you. you. Second, several weeks back you opened the Friday show and you were talking about how you have – favorites amongst your kids but it changes every day <laughs> yes and i've been trying to call in and comment about that what i do with mine i have three daughters and a son uh-huh. and i'll tell them i'll go up to my oldest one and i'll say you know you're my favorite oldest daughter right <laughs> and, just, no. and, I, and i'll tell my middle one you're my favorite middle daughter you're my favorite youngest daughter <laughs> and i tell my son you're my favorite son and they'll all reply with well, I'm your only oldest. That's so good. So, <laughs> and I tell them, I say, well, that gives you an advantage, don't it? <laughs> they, I've been doing that pretty much their whole life, and it's just, they love it. It's so much
2: fun. Oh, that's but awesome. Funny. Awesome. Thank you Thank so much, Thank you so girl. much,
1: Will. I appreciate that. Look, that saves you a lot of uh, therapy bills. Because I tell you, what we're doing right now, for sure, they're going to be on somebody's couch. Because, I mean... <laughs> <laughs> favorite status is really just based on your performance. I know that goes against <laughs> all of the books. Who's your favorite today?
2: Ooh, next, next caller is, let's oh, uh, let's call her. Hold on a second. <laughs> Let me, what, hold
1: on, hold on, hold on. Son, I really want it to be you, but you haven't read my book.
2: Oh. So I'm going to have
1: to go with. Boom. Um, Where do I, you keep your
3: books? Yeah, that's right. We'll get you one. No, I'm just kidding.
1: No, I'm so glad that people can laugh with us. Now, yeah. I mean, you know, there are times for discipline and correction and, and, and rearing our kids, obviously. But we try to have fun with parenting them. We enjoy them. Mm-hmm. I tell people all the time, of course I love them, but I want people to know that we like them. Yeah. We like being around our kids. We enjoy them. Let's try to squeeze in one more call.
2: Steven in Texas. Hi, Steven.
0: Hey, how you doing?
2: Good, good.
0: Yeah, can you hear me all right?
2: Yes. Sure. Go ahead.
4: Okay, good. Hey, um, I have a question.
0: I mean, uh, maybe y'all can enlighten me. Um, How can you be a Christian and be a Democrat?
1: Oh, (laughs) okay, Steven, man. So you know what, Steven, I'm going to put that question on a Monday table. We've got tables (laughs) in this room here. The hostess will seat you at the Monday table and we'll get to that. And the only reason I'm going to do that is because we have JD in studio and it will go Uh, so far over his head that he wouldn't. I
3: understand some of that.
1: Okay, well, go ahead and answer Stephen's question. How can you
3: be- <laughs> exactly. go ahead, JD? I've had that question before. Okay, like I've heard, I've, I've, I had, I was like, oh, but then I kind of excuse the question.
1: Shall we try to squeeze in one more question then? Let's go back sure. to the phone
2: <laughs> Let's go to uh, Will in North Carolina. Hi, Will.
4: Hi, y'all. I had a question.
2: Uh huh.
4: Um, so, JD, my wi- my wife and I are married for about a year, and she's three years the younger, and sometimes I catch her on her device um, a little bit more so than myself, and she kind of doesn't seem like in the world when I'm talking to her, but she gets really frustrated. Do you get really frustrated with your parents? If so, and how do you deal with it?
1: Ooh, Do you get frustrated when we kick you off Good devices, question. and how do you deal with it? Go ahead and answer. you got about 30 seconds.
3: Um, I know how I should deal with it, but in my head I, I can be like if I – and also, you guys let me finish up whatever I'm doing, so usually you guys will give me a little bit more time to finish up what I'm doing. So yeah, sometimes I do get aggravated in my head if I don't have time to finish up what I'm doing. But um, I know how I should respond, and so and so the so basically,
1: when we're reasonable, you can respond better. <laughs> the question is, son, yeah. but do you get off the device? Yes. I don't even
4: know <laughs> why it took long. you two I seconds. Mean.
1: He well, gets off <laughs> the device, Will. Well, because I asked you Tell your wife, put her phone down. <laughs> Say diamonds and purses. I'm just kidding. All right, we're out of time. Until Monday, Lord willing. God bless.